much time for thinking. So I'm just going to go with what you got. Whatever, whatever. Oh, I thought you said words instead of, never mind. Pay me no mind. It's okay. Okay. I'm a little off today. Let's see. Kind of like you all the time. Burly. Always. Hater. You gonna introduce us? I mean, you didn't did the last few times. That's okay. Wow. Anyway. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Mindless Conversation. It's your boy, Spots in the Building. And over there, I have my co-host. CC baby! Okay, all right. Woo! So, CC, how was uh, your week? Any highlights? Um, no, other than, you know, I had today off. This is the first time that I've gotten to enjoy this day off during the week. But it's only because I have to work Saturday, but it's only four hours, so not too bad. Not too bad. Didn't y'all go to Waterside? Oh, yes, I did. That was amazing. I met some British lads. <laughs> so I was typing in British friends on Snapchat, and they were like, no, 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 you have to put in lads. That was a really good time. Um, I really, as most of you know, I love my wine. So that wine bar was lit, okay? I had the little flight. It was four of them. And that wine was extremely strong. But their pizza was good. I think I got it from Kogan's. I think that's the name of the place. Um, but it was just a very, very nice vibe. I like sitting outside and listening to the music. And then, you know, just meeting people. Um, a lot of people there were, you know, friendly. But I think it's because they were not from here. But... It was a really good vibe. It's a good time. I'm glad you got to go before it turned into the summer. Why? Um, because Norfolk doesn't know how to act in the summer. Mm. Um, if you knew about the place that was there before they built this, you'd understand why it got shut down. Mm. Yeah. So I feel like when it gets hot outside, life will get real. Anyway, um, as for me, um, the only thing I did... This past week, I uh, I went to a concert. I went to the Chance the Rapper concert, and that was extremely fun. It was the time of my life. Shout out to Chance's DJ, DJ Oreo. Um, he had the whole place rocking. With Kanye songs. I mean. Yes, I know. <laughs> I mean, look, when, when the shot was in the building, what else did you expect? It was three people from Chicago. I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm just saying. Like, that was the tour. The tour consisted of three people from Chicago. Yeah. But nonetheless, you know, um, Chance put Kanye on the screen, and I, that was enough for me after that. I was ready to go. But uh, regardless, um, hair, fitness. Yes, that. So today we're going to talk about hair and fitness. For hair, we are going to discuss, you know, going back to the basics. Um, it's been a while since, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, what? How could you not do that? Um, but, you know, when you get so used to a routine, you kind of forget what you did in the very beginning. And so this one is very, very basic. You know, going back to using water as a refresher, whenever you feel like maybe your hair is too dry, but you also feel like if you put your fingers through it, it's kind of really oily. Um, so I did that, you know, this past weekend, and well, it was... I don't put water in my hair. I usually use my refresher spray. I was just saying what the other people was doing. That way you could be prepared for it. You wasn't going to hear them, so I was going to be done for you. Go ahead. That was dumb. So I just been using my refresher spray. So because I really felt like I already had too much, <laughs> too much product in my hair, I didn't want to keep layering on more. So of course, you know, I put my good old hands in the water, put it through my fro, and it curled right back up the way I needed it to. And my hair ended up looking really amazing. And then also when I was doing my flat twist in the front, fix your face. Do my flat twist in the front. I went back to using water as well versus, you know, grabbing my daily conditioning moisturizer or whatever the case may be to put it in there instead. Um, so, you know, just going back to the basics, making sure that you're putting that good old water in your hair as much as you can, especially now. I think the reason why I stopped was because it was wintertime. But now that, you know, we're getting back to the hotter weather, 
I will definitely be using a lot more water on my hair than normal. And then for fitness, we're going to just talk a little bit about if you're ever feeling stagnant or that, you know, you feel like you're not losing any more weight or anything like that, you definitely need to change up your workouts. So whether that means incorporating a little bit more cardio, whether that means incorporating lifting, um, and not just like light lifting, sometimes you have to do heavy lifting as well. And I know a lot of women especially are like, well, I don't want to look like a man. You're not going to look like a man. There's a way for you to still lift heavy and still have a feminine look to you. Like nobody's saying you have to be cock diesel or anything like that, but your body does need you to do some type of lifting if you are requiring, depending on the look that you want your body to have. Everybody's completely different. So some people may not need to lift as heavy as others, um, but heavy lifting will definitely, definitely get you, you know, some better results. Um, and I was probably doing, you know, probably a lot of lifting and not enough cardio. So now I switch it up and when I do a, so I break it up into like four different sets. And so, and I do each set like three or four times. And um, when I'm in the middle of one set, I've added like an extra cardio thing in there. So like if I'm doing leg day, you know, I'll do regular squats, heavy lifting, lunges, and then I'll do jump squats afterwards. Or I'll do high knees, or I'll do skaters, if anybody knows what that is. Um, but just adding something that gives you a little bit more cardio into those, you know, workouts that you're doing. So that's it on Fitness. You want to talk to us about tech and music? Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. I was going to say, I was going to add on, like, as far as toning goes, repetition really works. Yes, like, you can't just do it one time. Like, if you do, like, a decent weight and do, like, five sets instead of two or three, that helps tone. Anyway, um, so into the tech world, um, as most of you know, Today is Tuesday. Yesterday was Monday. That's usually how the world works. So Monday day was the uh, Apple keynote. And, you know, um, Apple introduced us to a whole new world of products, which is going to be great. Um, they introduced us to everything under the sun except for a new iPhone. So as of right now, there's no iPhone coming out this year. But we both know. That, that's probably not going to stay the same. Anyway, um, some things that they did uh, introduce, they introduced the all-new iMacs. They got these new things called iMac Pros. Basically, it's a souped-up desktop. Um, they got iPad Pros. Um, they already had those, but now they make, like, better ones for cheaper. Um, they introduced the all-new App Store. The App Store is going to get a whole new re uh, redesign. It's going to look way better, make you spend more money. Um, they introduced the new watch operating system for anybody that got an Apple watch. Shout out to y'all, Apple gang, 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 gang. That's what the young kids say. Um, and then shout out, uh, they got this thing called the HomePod. Basically, this is Apple's version of the Amazon Echo and Alexa. Um, basically, it's going to be a speaker that you sit somewhere and it's going to work with Siri and it's going to do way more things than Alexa does. But, you know, that's just because Apple's childish. Um, and they introduced iOS 11 and iOS 11 comes with some really cool features. Um, one of the features is do not disturb while driving. So when your phone connects to your Bluetooth in your car, it'll automatically go on do not disturb. When people text you, it'll automatically reply to them with a text message that says, Hey, I'm driving. Can't talk. I'll talk to you when I get to where I'm going. And then, um, if it's really important, they can respond urgent and then their text message will go through. But as long as far as like when you're driving, if you have for those of you that's not familiar with the actual do not disturb feature, basically you turn it on and your phone doesn't light up at all. It doesn't bring you any notifications, anything as long as it's locked. So that it's essentially the same thing. So if you're using your GPS, you won't get any notifications other than whatever your GPS is doing. Um, so essentially your phone will stay black and cause less distractions while driving. Um, another big thing is um, the apps in the iMessages. One of the new apps is Apple Pay. So you'll be able to pay people via Apple Pay instead of Venmo. or um, You'll be able to pay your friends via Apple Pay instead of Venmo and Cash App and PayPal and all that stuff. 
Um, you also get like an Apple Cash card, which is a digital card that you that'll be on your phone that's added to your wallet, and you can use that just like every other um, credit card that takes Apple Pay. Um, what else they got? They got keyboards. The keyboard now like shifts to one side depending on how you want to use it. So if you use your phone with one hand, you can shift the keyboard to the right side and type with your right hand, shift to the left side, type with your left hand. Um, that's kind of cool. Uh, all new Apple Music. Apple Music is going to be able to have you link up with your friends. So kind of like Spotify. You know, Spotify on the computer, it tells you what your friends are listening to. I don't no. hear my computer that oh, okay. often. Well, Spotify, well, Apple Music on your iPhone will tell you what your friends are listening to, and you can share things like that and share playlists and all that type of stuff. So that's going to be really, really cool, and it's pretty much like the same as like Twitter or whatever. You follow people, and it'll update you on what they're doing. And then there's a whole bunch of other stuff, but those are like the, the key highlights, I think. Um, as far as music... Um, most people know Molly Music as the guy that sings like the gospel music with like an R&B feel. So he's released an album called The Transition of Molly and it's an actual uh, R&B album. It features, uh, he went and found Jasmine Sullivan, so shout out to him for that. And uh, Janae Aiko is also on there. It's a really good project. Um, if you're a fan of Molly Music, it's the same thing, just different content. Um, and it's not like too far away from his original content, so it's not like super raunchy. It's just more R&B um, influenced. Outside of that, um, Party Next Door put out Colors 2. Um, it's an EP about four tracks long. It's trash in my opinion, but you know, we got Party Next Door fans somewhere. Um, Gotti Made It. That's a mixtape between Yo Gotti and Mike Will Made It. So that's pretty self-explanatory. And then one of my Song of the Week people that I love also oh dearly, um, Sinead Harnett, she put out an album, or she put out her, her debut album. It's uh, called Chapter One. I believe she was like the second episode. Possibly. Yeah, she was like the first or second episode when, we put, when I played her. Yeah. And I think that's it. I think that's all the music. Um, yeah. All right, so we are going to jump right into our mindless conversation. Yes, it was episode two. Um, our mindless conversation for today. And since you picked a lovely topic, I'll let you start off. What? With this time. I get to talk about something? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, so uh, for those of y'all that don't know, um, I'm a really huge fan of the comedian. His name is Gerard Carmichael. One of the newer up-and-coming uh, com comedy acts. Um, he has a television show in which he has on NBC. Comes on Wednesday nights at 9 o'clock called The Carmichael Show. Features Lil Rel. Um, for those of y'all don't know who Lil Rel is, Lil Rel is the TSA guy from Get Out. The one that every everybody needs a friend in TSA. That's Lil Howie Rel. Um so he's in it um, together. They're on the Carmichael Show, and the Carmichael Show is basically a sitcom that tackles like really important, really difficult, intricate topics. Um, but it tackles them in a funny way since they're all comedians. Um, so, needless to say, last week was the premiere episode, and it ta it tackled a topic that was really difficult to put on TV and really difficult, difficult. to have. Look, let me live. All right? <laughs> I don't normally do this. All right. So it's a really difficult topic to put on TV, let alone a topic that, you know, uh, us as Americans need to speak on in general. And that topic is rape. So why not have this conversation since it's so difficult? The more we speak on it, the more the conversation can be had and hopefully the less it'll happen. All right. So, first question. You know how I normally do this. Come on. I, yeah, but I just don't do it. It's, this is 32 times, and on the 32nd one, you want me to do it. This yes. Is, look, this is a lot. This is a yes. whole different thing. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, so, like, the very first part of the episode is, you know, she announces that she read on Facebook her friend had been raped. Um, and they all had this big old, you know, commotion about it. 
And she says, and they state that before you have sexual encounters with anybody, you should receive a verbal yes. What is your stance on this? So for me, it's very tricky because I don't know if I've ever said yes, like verbally, Um, but I think there should either be a yes or there should be a mutual understanding, which means, so I do agree that both people do need to be coherent enough. Like I've never been drunk to the point where I'm like, Oh my God, what happened? Well, I take that back one time. But nothing happened that time. Um, But like, I've never been drunk to a point where, you know, and I've been with another guy that I didn't know what was going on. And this is not me bashing anyone or, you know, saying that it does not happen. Um, But my thing is on the topic is you do have to be, you have to make sure both of you are able to accept the actions that are going on and agree with them um so whether it is an informal yes or verbal yes or whatever the you know communication that you want to have between your partner um I do think both of you need to be comfortable in the moment and it needs to be something that you want to happen so it's a little bit of a gray area as far as you know what is it's not too much of a gray area. Like, you should be, both of you should be to the point where it's just, you know, like, yeah, you know, we're about to do this or whatever the case may be um, and be in the moment. So I do think there needs to be some form of yes. Okay. So just just to, to, to think about life, um, I know a lot of times I've had conversation and I won't say who the conversations are with just to protect people's uh, anonymity, whatever. What's the word? Anonymousness? Anonymity. I don't know. Whatever. I'm trying to find out big words. Don't pay me no mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one of like the main thing that they say for rape is no means no, which is cool, right? So, let's talk about when you don't get a no but like what can what 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 qualifies as consent cuz as you said like you've never given a verbal yes you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but if no means no and if you like you didn't say no but there's been times where you you know you might not have said no but it's not it's not what what you wanted or what what needed to be there so what qualifies as consent are there black and white things you know, that qualify as consent. And I know it varies based on the person. But. Yeah, I was going to say, everybody's different. Um, for me, I would say no. Like, no matter what I've been being, no, nah, I'm good. Um, and I would say it just like that. Um, like, no, nah, we're good. Like, I'm not doing this. Or no, I don't want to do that. Um, so that's how you would know you don't have verbal consent. Um, but to s- verbal... So... For me personally, I'm more of the I initiate it, so that way you know the the door is open. Um, I've never let anybody else kind of initiate it. That was just my safeguard of making sure that I'm in a comfortable space. Um, so that's just for me is being the person to kind of initiate the contact um, or kind of start the actions. Um, so without being like too descriptive. You know, I would be the one to just, you know, either I'm button the pants or take off. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm not trying to give you any image. I'm just saying you ask for examples. You know, that's the type of initiation I'm talking about. You didn't. You asked, so I told. And I need that much. It's okay. What about yourself? I mean, personally, I mean, I've been so I've been in situations where I've like gotten the verbal yes, and it's really awkward. Like, it's extremely awkward, especially, like, when you're in the middle of, I guess you'd call it foreplay, mm-hmm. and you just be like, is this what you want to do? <laughs> They'd be like, nigga, what? Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, that's really awkward. Um, but I do think, I, I agree, I think that some form of consent needs to be established. However, I don't necessarily know, which is why this is such a tricky subject, because, like, what I might initiate, you know, what I might take as 
of uh, some form of consent might just be, you know, the next step for some people and vice versa. You know what I mean? So I, I honestly don't know. Um, I don't know. Like for me, I feel like the moment somebody. So as you most of you know, after listening to the show, like I feel very strongly about women, you know, being powerful and having strength and, you know, just really being. I don't want to say dominant, but having some type of dominance in them to really say no. Like the moment I say no or I start to fight back or I try to move out the way because I'm like, you know, you're really making me feel uncomfortable. Um, like for me, those are the signs that are like, okay, you know, anything past this moment right here that I'm saying, one, no, two, you're making me uncomfortable. Three, I do not want to do this. Anything along those lines past this, that is considered rape. Like... There's no if, ands, or buts about it. Um, now, the part that, you know, was brought up in the show that I think gets a little bit trickier, too, is, you know, if we're both pissy drunk and neither one of us remembers in the morning, you know, is that rape, then that's where it gets a little bit touchy because, you know, both of you blacked out, pissy drunk, nobody really knows what so, happened. So, like, I definitely agree, like, pulling away... Um, fighting back, pushing, like all that, all those types of things are strong indications of no. And I agree with that. But the, the question in the show that, I mean, it was posed as a joke, but if both people are pissy drunk yeah. and y'all have relations, did y'all rape each other? What's the question? Mm -hmm. So like, would it work both ways in your opinion? I don't, I don't know if you could argue that in court. <laughs> um, so that's where it'd be a little like, I don't know. For me, I'd be like, you know, this is a little awkward. How about we just not talk about this, you know, again, because this is where it gets tough. And I know some people are like, you know, so this is just based on the fact that both of you are pissy drunk. No other factors or anything you know, else in it, no drugs, no nothing else. So literally just the fact that both of you are drunk. I feel like we've got, we've put ourselves in this situation. So if it happens and it clearly needs to be something that's talked about afterwards, um, whether it's kind of like a, um, I didn't mean for this to happen. I don't want, you know, anything to go past there, but I don't know how I would feel about calling that rape personally. If both of us are pissy drunk, like I kind of got myself into that situation, I don't know. That would be a tough one for me. Because me being me, I wouldn't be around another man that, especially that drunk, I wouldn't be in that type of situation where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get this drunk around somebody, either one I don't know or two that I don't really want to have relations with. Okay, so like my answer to that alludes to a question that I want to ask later, so I'll just skip that part. Um, the next question is, so another thing was um, Bobby, who is a uh, little Howie Rail in the um, in real life. Um, he said he thinks that he raped the woman because at the beginning of the date she said no, I'm not having sex tonight, and then they ended up having sex. So is saying no at the beginning of the date or way before any type of sexual intercourse or any type of sexual establishment or feeling or any type of anything towards that way is, you know, felt or engaged. Um, is that the same thing? Like, it's saying no at, I don't know, 5 o'clock saying no. I'm like, I just want you to know I'm not having sex tonight at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And then y'all end up having sex at midnight. Is that the same? I mean, it depends. So if I said no at 5 o'clock, I said no at 6 o'clock, I said no at 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock... 12 o'clock, then yes, it's right. If I continue Clearly. to say no, then it is. Now, as a woman, maybe, you know, I saw a different side of you than I've seen before throughout the date. So maybe my mindset has changed. So I wouldn't consider that rape if I've changed my decision. Right. I, I, I definitely understand the continuous no. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, just in well, the purposes of the Well, that's what I'm saying. If... Yeah. if I said no at 5 o'clock, mm -hmm. and then as we're going throughout our date, and now it's 12 o'clock at night, and I changed my mind, then no, I don't consider that rape. 
yeah. because I've changed my mind. Cool, but like, is there some type of way that you have to? So then we just got to work off of the consent thing. Like, like you just have to like your signs are his signs of consent from there, or do you have to go in reverse and be like, hey, I know I said I didn't want to have sex. But now I will have sex. Is that I don't know the type if I of- would say it just like that, but I feel like I would feel the need to say something along those lines. Like, hey, you know, I know I mentioned earlier such and such, and then I'd kind of, you know, my initiation would start. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, another thing that uh, was brought up was waiting for like the verbal consent or saying verbal consent takes the fun out of uh the actions if you will um what's her name keisha i think so i don't remember her name right now don't worry about it but you remember she was just like waiting around for us to give consent to men takes the fun out of it yes so that part i mean i do agree with it which is why i feel like i do the whole initiation Part of it, because if somebody was to ask me, I'd probably be like, no, I'm good. (laughs) Like, me personally, and this is just me speaking for me, because it's not a subject that I can, you know, talk about for everybody. But for me, it'd kind of be like, "Mm, no, I'm good. Or, you know, depending on the person, if it's somebody that I've been with for a long time, you know, this is the first time we're deciding, you know, to do it, then maybe, like... Uh, you good or are you okay? Don't go past there. Do not say, do you want to have sex right now? Because then I'm going to be turned off. <laughs> completely off. Just everything that just happened before is now just shut down. I'm just, I'm off. So, you know, just the, are you okay with this? You know, are we good? And then let me say yes or yeah, I'm good or whatever the case may be. However, I need to answer or whatever's on my heart. And then we just kind of go from there. Um you gonna bring your heart into this into this subject? What? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I do everything with my heart. I'm a very emotional being. Oh. Um, but at the same time, like, say it's, you know, somebody that I'm meeting for the first time, or like those one night stands, or you know, whatever the case may be. Maybe then I'd be okay with them asking because you know it's a little awkward. Like, do we want this to be a night one night stand? Like, maybe this is something we should talk about. Um, cause you should definitely talk about, you know, STD checks and stuff like that beforehand. Um, so that would probably be a moment where I'd be like, okay with the person asking, but you know, if it's somebody that I've known for years or, you know, we've been dealing with each other for years, then it's kind of, you know, they don't ask me, let me initiate. And then, you know, you have your open window. It's all about initiation for me. If I don't initiate, the window's not open. So I definitely agree because if I'm like, if I'm out here trying to, you know, I guess the word is seduce you and like have all of the foreplay popping. Yeah, then you got to stop and, and be like. Moving everything forward <laughs> and just like, like if the woman is over there, you know, she's just like ready to go waiting on me and I'm just like not doing nothing. And she's like, well, what's your problem? I'm like, well, I'm waiting for you to say yes. Like, you know. Right then and there, everything just got to go left left field. Needless to say, like waiting for the yes is kind of awkward. So I, I definitely think that, I, I agree. I do think that it takes out the fun, I, I guess. I don't want to say that. Like, that sounds terrible when you say it out loud. It does sound <laughs> terrible, but I think we're not saying that you don't need somebody to consent. That's not what we're saying at all. I definitely agree that. It should be consent every single time. Because this also goes with, say that, you know, you're dealing with each other and you guys are boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, if you say no and he does it, just because you guys are boyfriend and girlfriend, that doesn't mean that that's not right. Like, that also gets really tricky. Like, you can't just force yourself on your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever and just say that, you know, it is what it is. If I say no, I say no, regardless who you are in my life. Um... So I think that's also another point that people don't talk about because they feel like, well, I've had sex with this person before. So does that mean, you know, that they raped me or they didn't rape me? What? That was one of your next things. No, not at all. Oh. And so I think that's where, you know, people feel like they just get caught up or they shouldn't say anything. Like just because you had sex with that person one, two or three times, maybe even more before 
if you decide like, no, I don't want to do this anymore with this person, then and they still, you know, continue, that is considered rape. So I don't want you guys to feel like I'm saying, oh, just because you're dating that person, they're allowed to do whatever, whenever. You still have to give some type of consent. I just don't feel like you all the time, even majority of the time, have to say yes out your mouth or they should have to ask each time like hey you want to have sex right now hey you want to have sex right now because that is also a very big turn off like don't ask me you stated this multiple times i'm today. just i gotta you know i don't think anybody's ever gonna ask you for sex okay. again good <laughs> I, they don't need to i'm locked down <laughs> um so like the next four questions kind of like tie hand in hand okay all right so one topic that they brought up was Justin Bieber makes his women sign NDAs or non-disclosure agreements before he has relations with them. One, is this a smart move for celebrities? Or not NDAs, but uh, like consent forms. I do. Because there's crazy people out here. Oh, I thought you meant like you you have consent forms. I was going to say, wait, hold on. (laughs) Wait a minute. No, I think it's smart for celebrities to do that because um, you just never know. And... By them doing that, then it's kind of like you know what you're signing up for. Now, the only problem with this consent form if it, is if I sign this consent form 24 hours beforehand and then I change my mind, then, you know, what happens at that point? True. Is this is, is a consent form something that, like, regular people should have? Mm, like obviously it's not a bad idea but yeah i'm gonna say it's not a bad idea but i mean it depends on the person so how would you feel if you were dating or if you you know you got in a new relationship with somebody and before y'all had relations he pulled out a piece of paper and said just read the top part and sign that for me i'd probably be turned off Just being completely, you know, honest. But I see, you know, I see why it can, why it needs to be done or should be done or is done. But for me, I'd be like, all right, I'm good. I'm just telling you, I'm just, I'm done. (laughs) So you wouldn't have relations with the person that asked you to sign a form? Yes. Okay. Yes, I as in, yes, I wouldn't. Yes, I would not. Okay. Um, I wouldn't. <laughs> so the next one, um, they mentioned being falsely, uh, Gerard mentioned that being falsely, conf- let's, let's try this. We're going to get this right this time. Gerard mentioned that being falsely accused is the same thing as actually raping somebody. Do you agree or disagree? As a man. As a man, you got to ask yourself that. I can't speak on behalf of a man. I do feel like, I don't know if it's as bad as being raped, uh, but I do feel like you're kind of stripping away some, like a man's, a piece of himself away, actually, because once people find out, like, no, it's not true, it's always the... Well, how did he even get accused in the first place? Right. It's always a stigma that's with it. Yeah. So it's kind of like it really never, it never leaves them. And, you know, me just thinking of, you know, being a woman and possibly having a son one day, would I want that type of, no, I wouldn't want my daughter to be raped, but no, I wouldn't want my son to ever be accused of something like that either. And so I don't, I do not feel that it's the same. But I do feel like it It may hold the same weight to a man that a woman feels because part of you is stripped away and you kind of just feel a little emasculated as a man. Um, but I don't think it... You can't compare it, but I can see how they would say that pain is similar to the individuals. So, through the conversation, I just... I was thinking, because they named names, and they were like, what about Kobe? What about Ben Roethlisberger? What about CeeLo Green? What about all these people that they named? And I started thinking, I was like, you know what? Like, as great of a player that Kobe Bryant was, 
Kobe Bryant will always be known as the guy that got caught up in Utah for quote unquote raping a woman. Mm-hmm. Was found innocent. Never was, you know, charged with any of the acts. Mm-hmm. But yet everybody knows Kobe as the Drake line. You know, she won 150 M's. You wasn't shooting with me in the gym. Yeah. Like, everybody, like, that's literally what he's known for. Like, he's known for Kobe Bryant, you know, one of the greatest basketball players to play the game. Kobe Bryant of the Lakers. Kobe Bryant, the old man that wouldn't let it go, scored 81 points, whatever. And then Kobe got caught up trying to rape a white girl. I mean, it's very true. And, like, I think it's, like, like people people kind of, like, let it go. But people still talk about it. Right. Like, it it follows you. Yeah. It's not something that nobody was, like, you know, ever forgot or doesn't know about. It's still talked about. Even to this day. And it's happened umpteen years ago. It's people that still won't support the Steelers because Ben Roethlisberger is the quarterback. And there's still people that call him Ben Rapelessberger. Like he did that. Apparently, he's he's been accused of raping like three different women. Oh. But yeah, but I mean, people would say he's doing fine because he's got like sandwiches in Pittsburgh named after him. Yeah. However, he also has like two or three women that have accused him of rape. Yeah. In Pittsburgh, and like that's never going anywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like. If you think about it, like, not only does it affect these people, like, it affects their family and their lives. Mm -hmm. Like, Vanessa, that's Kobe's wife, Vanessa has to, like, she had to deal with that as a woman. Like, it's one thing for y'all to watch these reality shows and be like, oh, my husband cheated on me with so-and-so. And and they have to accept the fact that their husband went out and did something, you know, outside of their marriage or Mm -hmm. outside of their relationship. It's another thing to accept that the person that you're in a relationship with took that action from somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, not only did they do it outside of your marriage, but they did it without that person's consent. Like, it's a whole different type of stigma. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I can't say that it's equal because if if you do it and you're accused and you're found guilty... Like, that's one pain that you'll have to live with as a person. But if you don't do it and you're found, you know, innocent, like, knowing that it's public record for the world, you know what I'm saying, is a whole different situation. Like, people will, like, you can't you can't help how other people judge you. Mm-hmm. So, it's, I don't know. Like, it's really a, it's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, I do not think they're the same, but I could see how the pain to each person may be compared. And then you got to think of like just is your stature, your, your your place in society. Like, needless to say, like one thing that people always say is like black men have everything going against them. Imagine, add, imagine adding that on to it. Yeah, you know, I mean, look at Bill Cosby. Granted, you know, nobody knows. But Bill Cosby was, you know, all his charges been dropped. People still saying he out here slipping pills mm, and yeah. people raping these women. That happened like mad years ago. And like he still, you know, I just seen the Cosby show on TV for the first time. And like, I know somebody said that. And I don't know how long. I think TV One decided to put it back on or something like that. I really didn't see it. I just heard that it was on. I was going to say I, I saw it on TV. Snapchat. But, you know, like, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like the first time in a long time that anything has happened. So, you know, it's kind of hard to get over things like that. Yeah. Um, people take it personal, and then some people, like I said, once again, it's like they look at you as how did you even get caught up? Right, how did you, you know, get in this situation? Yeah, in the mix. And that's another hard thing to kind of just look over. So the next one is, uh, is uh, Gerard stated that rape in some cases are, is worse than murder. And he says that just the background. So he says that in justification as um, at the end of them, they're like, there's no way that rape is worse than murder. Uh, murder is like a capital offense or whatever. They're like, yeah, but there's never been a movie where at the end of the movie, you know, the the whole theater cheered because Mark Wahlberg raped the bad guys. But when Mark Wahlberg goes and murders all of the bad guys, 
everybody stands up and cheers and claps. So murder is sometimes justified. You can't justify rape. Mm, see, when you put it like that, it makes a little bit of sense. Um, for me, I know we haven't talked about like gun violence or anything like that. Um, I'm kind of like a huge person who is kind of like against it. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel bad for both sides. So, for me, they're still the same. However, when you say, you know, nobody... Like, people do clap sometimes for, you know, the bad guy being killed or whatever. Um, that's a little uncomfortable for me to agree with. Um, I just think with the rape thing... Um, Sometimes a woman probably still feels dead inside. Like, regardless, you know, it's very hard for a person to move on from that and everything else. So it's still that person um, that the action happened to that has to deal with it. Whereas, you know, a person who's gone and not saying that their family and friends don't have, you know, that pain and everything else to deal with. But they're kind of gone, in a sense, and they're up, hopefully, in a better place and... You know, really resting in peace. So it's not anything that they necessarily have to live with themselves. Um, but I still don't think that means that rape is worse than murder. But I can see how that statement could be formed. Um, because a person who's, you know, living with it is still having to deal with it every single day. So, like, the way I had to think about this, because I had to break it down in my head to myself. So, like... The definition of, like, murder is, like, killing someone with the intent to kill them or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, or taking a life with the intent to, to, to kill someone. Mm -hmm. So, if you think about it, we all know how terrible of a person, you know, Osama bin Laden was. But Osama bin Laden was murdered. Mm -hmm. Granted, he was a, a bad guy. Um, and, you know, he was public enemy number one on the highest of the terrorist list. And when they found him, he was, you know, to be found dead or alive. He was still murdered at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. But when they put that on the TV, when we were in when we were in college, what was that? That was junior, my junior year, your sophomore year. Like, when we were in college and they scrolled across the screen and it was just like, Obama came on TV and said, we found Osama bin Laden, he's been dead, uh, we've killed him, he's dead for da-da-da-da, X, Y, Z. Like, everybody was like, all right, cool, like. It wasn't so much cheering, but it was more yeah. so like, okay, Osama bin Laden is dead. Like, we've accomplished something. It was a sense of happiness or relief. But, you know, like, nobody's ever been like, nobody's ever said, oh, man, Kobe raped a white girl. Way to go, Kobe. Now go drop 81. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when Kobe was accused, people were taken aback. They're like, oh, man, like, Kobe's my favorite player. I don't know if I can root for him if this is correct. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then again, same thing with OJ. OJ, quote unquote, was accused of murdering somebody and people still cheered for OJ. Like, there was like, OJ didn't do it. Like, OJ's still going to be the greatest running back of all time. Like, OJ's still good. But nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. when it came, or, or Ray Lewis for that matter. Like, Ray Lewis, you know, pretty much murdered somebody and was found innocent from it. Mm-hmm. And we still cheered for him when he won the Super Bowl. It was like, oh, man, Ray Lewis is still a great person. Look at him. He's old and he won a, a Super Bowl. But when they accused Ben Roethlisberger of rape, people were like, well, I don't know if I can cheer for the Steelers. I that's, mean, yes and no, but people still cheer for the Steelers. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's like where I found the weird part is like, it's people that like, I was like, is it really? But it's people that really like kind of root for the murderers than people that you know like nobody roots for a raper a rapist mm -hmm. but there's people that still root for the murderers like people were out here like man even you know if aaron hernandez did it i hope he comes back to the patriots and they win mm. you know so i don't i don't know nobody's ever been like oh we accused him of rape and now we hope that he wins yeah so. i mean that makes sense but um so I got two more questions. All right. So the the last one in this realm of it is um so they made the comment of sexual assault is a thing that happens and there's a person that 
you know, sexually sexually assaulted a woman, dismissed it as locker room talk, and then won the presidency of the United States. Clear the the, uh, the statement was clearly we don't take sexual assault serious enough if that could happen. Mm-hmm. Do you agree or disagree with that statement? Is sexual assault taken serious enough in this country? No. Um, hands down, I don't think it is because you still have people in the courts that are, like I mentioned earlier, is this admissible in court? So people are kind of like, oh, well, you know, it's almost like a he said, she said, which makes the rape part tough. Like, unless there are people there to witness it and see you fighting that person off, it's your word versus the other person's word. So that's kind of hard to, like, you pretty much have to play a story to the jury in order for it to be taken seriously versus you literally saying, like, hey, I've been raped. But I get it, too, because you do have people who try to falsely accuse other people. So I don't feel like it's taken seriously enough, but I also think it's because it's used. Abused. It's Yeah, there we go. It's abused is the best word I, could, I guess I can find for it right now. Um, so much as well. So you have people that, you know, really have been raped and don't want to talk about it because they feel like nobody's going to take them seriously. So why let, you know, that part of yourself be open up to discuss or even talk about but then you have other people out here who yell rape every five minutes. So I don't feel like it's taken seriously enough, but it's because of the stigma that's attached to it. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I've never thought about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I just never have. I, I guess I just, I guess as a man, I've never really thought of sexual assault. Like, I don't ever plan on sexually assaulting anyone. Mm-hmm. And I don't plan on being sexually assaulted, which kind of ties into the to the second half of this question. But, like, I, I just, I don't know. Like, I, the fact that it is such a, it's such a difficult thing to, to prove. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, how do you prove consent? How do you, and then on top of that, even if you do prove consent, how do you, how does your consent match up with the the jury, the 16 members of your peer? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of like, how do you prove this thing? Like outside of like statutory rate where it's like, all right, the age limits is what causes it. Like the rest of it is kind of like, how do you, you know, like how do you prove consent? How do you prove, you know, forcing yourself? How do you show proof of mm-hmm. um you know dna and all this other stuff in situations yeah so but the second half of that question is how much do men and women actually think about rape like i know as a man i don't think about rape ever cuz i don't ever think about rape like i don't think of raping women you know what i'm saying I mean, I think as a woman, I think about it, I'm not going to say very often, but like if I'm out really late at night, you know, I'm very cautious of things like that. Um, Just even being kidnapped or anything. So it all kind of falls under that same realm as if I'm out by myself and it's really late at night. Like it's been plenty of times where I've called you and be like, hey, I'm walking from, you know, my job to my car. Um, Winston won't answer his phone or, you know, whatever the case may be. So those are the moments where it runs through my mind. But, like, on a normal day-to-day basis, if it's, if it's during the day or I'm out, I don't normally think about it until somebody else maybe brings it up. Okay. And the very last question is, uh, man rape. So is like, it possible? I mean, not is it possible. Clearly it's possible. Yeah. Um, and I only say that because men rape other men. So yeah. that's why it's possible. But, like, how come... What's the... Obviously, we know, like, the the basics of it, but why don't men accuse women of rape when they feel like they've been taken advantage of? Because they feel emasculated. Like, they feel like, like, and this is only me thinking from one's perspective, is they probably feel like somebody will either, one, laugh at them, two, feel like, well, why didn't you just fight her off? Um... And, you know, other things along that line. So I just feel it's more of like a masculinity thing. They just feel like their manhood is being challenged and nobody really will take them seriously. Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree. I've been in situations. I haven't been in situations. Let me. Let me I've been 
in conversation with people who have been in situations, they're like, oh, man, this person took advantage of me. They sexually assaulted me. And I was like, well, you should tell somebody. And it was just like, what do I look like telling somebody that a woman took advantage of me? And I was like, you look like somebody that got taken advantage of. I don't know what you want me to say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's kind of like, I mean, he was just in, in, in the situation. He was just like, look, like I, I, I didn't want to do it. I was intoxicated. I, it's not what I wanted, but it happened. Mm. And I was like, well, you should, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of like, a, like, nah, well, I mean, one, I'm a man. She's a woman. Like, anybody's going to ask me, like, why wouldn't you just... And then she was a fairly attractive woman at that. So it's like, why wouldn't you just accept that? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. a lot of people would be uh, pleased to have relations with that woman. Yeah, but not everybody so, wants to. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I, like I said, I've just been in conversation. Yeah. So I mean, I don't understand why. Yeah. I, I mean, men don't admit to a lot of things. Mm, that's um, very true. Which is which is a different type of problem, but mm-hmm. you know, men don't uh, admit to like assault charges when people get beat up. Uh, men don't you know say anything about domestic violence. Sexual assault. The I list goes on and on. We know. You're, anyway. So, um, all in all, at the end of the day, um, check out the Carmichael show. It's a great show, in my opinion. Um, Cece watched it for the first time today. I think she enjoyed yes, it. Yes, I did. Um, Wednesday nights, 9 p.m., NBC. Um, and it's on demand. So, I think you all should watch it. Um, and all in all, just to tie everything back together... Um, I don't want to make it sound trivial or anything like that, but rape is bad, um, clearly. And men can be assaulted as well. And this is just to open up the dialogue because the more you speak on it, the hopefully the more awareness we bring to it and the more serious of the matter it can become. Yes, I must agree. Um, when he brought this topic up today, I was like, yeah, no, I don't feel like talking about that. Um, but of course, after, you know, kind of watching the episode and then, um, you know, just hearing how the dialogue went, it made it a little bit more comfortable because you just don't know how to swing certain conversations. Like some of them may be very uncomfortable for you. So maybe first, like do your research if it's something that you're uncomfortable with or, you know, hear somebody's story or anything like that. And then maybe you'll feel comfortable, you know, kind of talking about it or talking through And even though you've never been through the situation, doesn't mean that it's not something that you don't have to speak about or you don't need to speak about or that you can't speak about. Um, So definitely speak up and just know that there needs to be some form of consent, whether it's a verbal or a nonverbal cue, you know, and make sure both people are coherent in the situation. Like you don't want to be stuck. In a situation where you're like, um, I think this is probably right, but I'm not sure. Um, you know, another thing we could have brought up, I don't know if you got that far, but like the um, Switched at Birth, that episode with Bay and um, what's that Tank? Guy's name? Yes, Tank. That I was another one. Series. Okay, so yeah, that could have been something else we talked about too. Because remember, she was like, it was rape, but she doesn't remember it. Yeah. And he felt really bad. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it can swing any type of way. So just, ladies, my comment to you as well to wrap it up. Just put yourself in a situation where you're comfortable at all times. Like, don't put yourself in a compromising situation. Have better friends. Make sure they're not people that are going to leave you. Just in any type of situation, you know, just really make sure that you're aware of your surroundings. It's not cute to be pissy drunk. Nobody likes a pissy drunk person. Um, so, you know, just make sure you're in control of yourself. We've all gotten drunk. We've all been there. But just make sure you're around people that, you know, you can trust. And men, if you have to question whether or not what's going on qualifies as consent, just... Don't do it. Don't do it until you are assured... Once you feel you're 100% sure, then you can go forward. Agreed. So we are going to 
jump into a more inspirational feel since that was a little bit of a tough conversation but needed to be had so my inspirational quote for today is just because my path is different doesn't mean I'm lost um so we all have our own journeys our own paths that we need to be on and just because you haven't been through what I've been through or you're not going the same direction as me doesn't necessarily mean that you know I'm not on my correct journey. You know, I've been seeing a lot of quotes uh, concerning paths, and I'm really, really happy of it. Like, everybody's on a different journey. Everybody's on a different path. Just because my path doesn't look like your path, da 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 blah, blah, blah. Everything has good timing. Like, I'm really, I, I don't want to say I'm inspired by the quotes, because I'm not, but, you know, like, I enjoy seeing those type of quotes. I enjoy people accepting the fact that life's not a competition, Life's not a race, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Life is more so of a uh, a situation, um, playing the cards that you're dealt, um, which I had, well, I'm going to just go ahead and do it. I got two of them, because mm-hmm. what you said ties into it. So tying into that was uh, success is not counted by how high you've climbed, but by how many people you've brought with you. I was going to do something along those lines. You know, so when you said that, I was just like, you know, a lot of people think success is, you know, oh, how how quick can I get to a billion dollars? How quick can I get to a billion? You know, da 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 da. While wealth is one thing, you know, nobody's going to remember you for being super rich. They're going to remember you for what you've done. Um, like, nobody, like, if Bill Gates was just mad rich, if he just had a whole bunch of money, Nobody would remember him. Think of all these princes in Saudi Arabia and um, wherever else in the world, Dubai, all these princes that have a whole bunch of money. Nobody knows who they are because they haven't done anything. You know, people remember Bill Gates. He's created Microsoft. Steve Jobs created Apple. You know, uh, Oprah Winfrey built an empire. Jay-Z, famous rapper. You know, people remember you for what you've done and who you've inspired. The more people you touch, the more people that will remember your legacy. Um, and the second quote that I had was just, the darkest nights produce the brightest stars. And it really just hit home because um, for anybody that lives in a city with like a lot of lights, you understand like at nighttime you go out and you look up and you know you don't see anything because the lights are always bright. But on the darkest nights when the moon's not out and the lights aren't on, you can see all the stars. And that's pretty much just a sense of everything. So like when the... Even in the darkest times is when, like, the good is coming. Makes sense. I I mean, I totally agree. Um, It's kind of like, you know, we become the best. We become the best us when we're put in a tough situation. It's all how you, you know, you handle it and you look at every single situation. Um, And, you know, we could talk so much more about that. But we'll keep that for another day. Um, So what is your song of the week? So I was struggling with this one because there's so much good music right now in my life. I really want to put a, 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 a her song up, but I'm not going to. I'm going to do Contradiction um, featuring Janae Aiko by Molly Music because I was listening to that today and it was great. So like all I've listened to for the past week has been Molly Music and country music. Did you listen to Bryson Tiller? I did listen to Bryson Tiller. I just didn't know that I was listening to Bryson Tiller because it sounded like one long song. Like, I went through all 19 tracks, thought it was one song. I stopped at about song six and said I'm going to have to listen to this when I'm on, like, a long drive. Yeah, nah, you, you wouldn't listen to it then either. That's, like, the how, that's how I listen to the music. Oh, well, I'm just saying, like, I was listening to it at work and I didn't realize the songs were changing. Except for one, like... Please, artists, stop going with the Caribbean feel. Drake, leave the Caribbean music alone. Please. Please and thank you. Sincerely. Have you heard this new one with him and DJ Khaled? Maybe. Mm, okay. It's, Maybe. It came out yesterday. No. Okay, yeah. It's not. Like, it's, I'm tired of Caribbean music from Drake. Same thing with Bryson Tiller. He's got a song that's got Caribbean music in it. I'm like, come on, son. Do better. It's not your life. Especially not person. It's definitely not your life. I gotta listen to it. So my throwback song of the day is, because this came on while I was in the gym, 
is Slow Jams by Twisted, Jamie Foxx, and Kanye. I'm gonna let you rock. I'm gonna put it in the order I want to put it. In. I'm just saying the correct order is Kanye West, Kanye Omari West, Twister, Jamie Foxx, and Kanye. Omari West is the um, throwback song of the day. Okay. And hopefully the Cavs show up to the playoffs. That's all I got. Oh Lord. Well, you guys have a fantastic week. Shout out to KD. And we will talk to you sooner or later. That's Durant, not Kingston. Bye, guys. <laughs>